Welcome to our fifth episode of Norwegian On Air. Did you know that Norwegian Cargo had a revenue of 430 million NOC in 2017? And you will learn more about our uh, cargo business when we speak to uh, Norwegian Cargo Manager Therine Nygård. So we bring uh, approximately uh, 60 boxes of crabs from northern Norway early in the morning to Oslo. And then we move it the same day in the afternoon to JFK. So around 11 o'clock you can have Norwegian king crabs moved by Norwegian at Manhattan in the restaurant. Just before Easter we did a private placement. Yes, we were happy that so many of our largest shareholders subscribed, proving that they believe in the company and the global growth. Yeah, and this was our first equity raise in, in nine years. And we are now really at the peak of our growth phase. This uh, private placement was the first part of the equity race. So now it's up to the extraordinary general meeting to vote on the second tranche of this private placement. And also a subsequent offering that will be offered towards all our shareholders. And also more on the financial side. Um, Gerd Carlsen, our new CFO, he just joined on the 3rd of April. And I assume you will hear more from him soon. We now welcome Terine Nygård, cargo manager in Norwegian Cargo, which is uh, a gazelle company. Congratulations with that. Thank you. So how did the cargo business start? Uh, it started when Norwegian decided to move to JFK and Bangkok for the long haul flights. Uh, and then we have Norwegian Cargo as our own company. So it started with the long haul business, but I understand that you have uh, cargo in both the short haul and the long haul business today. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, for the short haul business, it's uh, not so easy to get cargo on board because a uh, lot of customers, they are using trucking. So they truck from uh, Scandinavia and to Europe. But uh, we managed to have some cargo uh, and approximately 1200 kilo we can move. But we can move more, it's space for more. But because of the short turnaround, we not managed to have more cargo on board. But we have a very good uh, crabs uh, operation from north of Norway. So we bring our approximately uh, 60 boxes of crabs from north of Norway early in the morning to Oslo. And then we move it the same day in the afternoon to JFK. So around 11 o'clock you can have Norwegian king crabs moved by Norwegian at Manhattan in the restaurant. That's perfect. Uh, but uh, I was also going to ask because the, you're a separate uh, entity um, and you're a quite lean organization from, from what I understand. So, so how do you make it work? Because you're business to business and, and how uh, with Norwegians expanding network, how do you do it? Yes, we are a very lean uh, operation, but uh, the staff are very good. We work very good together, even if we are not placed at the same same place. Uh, but we also have GSA, general sales agent, doing the sales for us. They know the market all over the world. We have different companies, uh, but uh, they sell for us. So, but we also attend the meeting together with them, with the customer, because we work very close with the GSA. So we do some sales calls together to meet the customer. And you know, also some customer, they want to meet the airline, not only the GSA. But together we are a very good team. So with the expanding network and, and new destinations that we have coming up, can you, you know, then you also set up new GSAs yeah. all over and 
Okay. And how, how do you best do it? Uh, what's the key uh, differentiator as a new player? Uh, how, how do we, uh, what is our sales argument? Why should they use Norwegian cargo? We sell because of our service. And in the beginning, it was not so easy because um, it's a lot of other carriers also bringing cargo and they are very well known. We were not so well known, but we managed to have a very good service. We managed to following up the shipments to the end. Uh, and for us, it's very important to, to work with um, uh, GSA we can trust and we can work very good with. That's very important. And also that's for the handlers because, you know, we are a very lean organization, as you say. So we cannot be all over at the same time. We cannot be in Austin, we cannot be in Denver, we cannot be in Bangkok. But so we need to have people we can trust and make sure they do our Norwegian way. Since Norwegian do both cargo and passenger traffic, there is of course a trade-off uh, between loading more cargo or taking one more passenger on board. So mm-hmm. how do you work that out and do you have a good cooperation with uh, the network team and the revenue management? Yeah, team? we have a very good uh, uh, cooperation with uh, other departments in uh, Norwegian and especially network and revenue. And we're also going to continue that work uh, this season. But uh, for us, we have we know how much cargo we can move if the flight are full with passenger. Then we know that we can move approximately 22 tons per flight mm, on the for the 7879 and 15 tons on the 7878. And if we have few passenger, then we can move more cargo. And with more 7879s coming in, that means more cargo as well. Uh, yes, and we look very forward to have all the new destination coming in Europe this summer, like Madrid and Milano and Amsterdam. And uh, all three of them are very good for cargo. Oh, that sounds good. But I, I wanted to ask a question because the uh, airline industry is, is very seasonal and seasonal varieties. And uh, how, how is that in cargo? Are there any seasons at all? Yeah, we do have a peak season. And the peak season is uh, normally from October to December. And that's also very good because uh, that's it's not the peak season for passenger. So then we can move more cargo. So that's very good. I've also uh, read that you've been nominated uh, as uh, the best uh, low-cost uh, cargo carrier in Asia. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, that's true. And that was uh, very surprised because we are only flying for Singapore and Bangkok. Mm. Uh, so we were nominated for the best low-cost cargo carrier. So that's very exciting mm. for and us. And Singapore is quite quite new route for Norwegian, but still a very good cargo route already. Singapore is very good. We Singapore, they move cargo from Singapore to JFK, so they also help us to fill the fl- capacity out of Gatwick. Mm. So they have some allocation cargo from Gatwick to JFK and to Los Angeles. You mentioned crabs earlier. What other types of cargo do you do? Of course, we are moving a lot of fish. Uh, it's very good for the fish industry that we have all these direct routes from Scandinavia, but also from Gatwick. For now, it's a very high demand for fish capacity. So we're also going to move fish out of Paris and maybe also from Barcelona. So besides that, we are We are moving everything. Mm. We have shoes, we have clothes, we have bags, we have uh, famous uh, fashion. So uh, it's very exciting. And we also are moving a lot of uh, health 
material from mm-hmm. Sweden. And w- when we uh, launch a new route, we, uh, we see that we, um, we are uh, expanding the market, creating markets uh, for the passengers. Is that true for cargo as well? Yeah, it's true. I can take one example. You know, Norwegian and the Swedish, we are using uh, the tobacco called snus. And we are moving a lot of snus over to the US after we started all the flights to US. So the demand, the market has been there because a lot of Scandinavian are in US. So the Swedish match the tobacco industry. They decided to, to move a lot of uh, snus over to US. So now it's possible to buy snus by the local tobacco store, actually. So, so you know, fish and crabs, you mentioned that. And I, and I was thinking because uh, the airline launched recently an interline agreement with, with Vidra. Uh, how does that work for cargo? Do you have any uh, agreements as well because of the extent, even though we have an extensive network ourselves? Yes, we started early with interline because uh, to, to fill the flights, we need to, at the beginning at least, to have some corporation company to work with. So we had interline with Vidra for a long time. Uh, we have interline with uh, uh, companies out of Fort Lauderdale and uh, out of JFK. We also going to start interline agreement with companies out of Asia. It has not been so easy for us to have agreement out of Asia because we need to be in uh, IATA Clearinghouse. But now when we have the interline for the ticket, we also are in IATA Clearinghouse. So now it's possible for us also to do interline cargo out of Singapore and out of Bangkok. So we see a wave of protectionism these days. And now the last few days uh, we've seen um, tariffs introduced from both the United States and from China. So how does the trade climate affect your business? It's affect uh, like, for example, the steel when the uh, US stop the steel from other countries like China, but open up for, for Stockholm and Sweden. Uh, that's very good for us because we are moving a lot of steel to US. So that's very helpful. And uh, other, a lot of things uh, influence the cargo market. It uh, could be a sickness of the fish. Uh, then we need to stop the fish. It uh, can also be if uh, uh, we do have we, last year we had a huge harbor strike and that's also very good for us because then we can move a lot of cargo so so, so, do, so do you monitor these uh, external effects closely yeah we do that uh, together with the gsa so they are following up very closely to see what happened all over so going forward what is uh, what is really i mean as norwegian expands uh, the network what is your focus area where do you see the biggest potential for the growth of the cargo business our potential is us so we have now changed the uh, GSA for the West Coast and the East Coast. So we now have a huge focus to get more cargo from US and back to Europe. Okay, so Trina, now, now I know uh, why you can find snooze in, uh, in Washington DC or New York. Thank you so much for uh, joining the program. Thank you, both of you. Thank you so much for listening to Norwegian On Air. And you'll hear from us in four weeks time.